It's three o'clock in the morning, and Jimmy is on the phone. Yeah, uh, I'm a Sox fan. Does it matter? Ooh, ooh, you do that for me? Really? Yeah, I'd like that. It's three in the morning. Who are you talking to? Uh, it's it's Rob from uh, uh, Great Farm. Rob from Great Farm at three in the morning? Who is this? It's Rob from, from, you know, Great Farm. What are you wearing, Rob from Great Farm? Uh, khakis? He sounds hideous. Well, you know, he, he is the commissioner. Um, so, Robbie, can you still get me those postseason tickets that we were talking about? Oh, that would be great. Man, it's Monday, September 28th, and do we have a baseball biz show for you. COVID-19 regular 60-game baseball season is over, and we enter into one of the strangest postseasons in the history of the game. I'm Mark Carbett, your host of Baseball Biz, and joined by none other than my good friend and co-host, Brandon Noe of At The Sports Blitz One. And we are here as your information booth, to all things concerning the 2020 MLB season. How you doing today, Brandon? Mark, it's, it's playoff baseball time. It's a great time to be a baseball fan. How are you doing? I'm doing great, man. I just got to get my tickets for the postseason. I don't know if if Jimmy and Tommy can help me out there or not, but maybe Robbie can. Yeah, we, we got the same seats as last year. Yeah, that would be great, brother. I'm I'm there. I am hope, hope we're getting in the press box, but we will see. Boy, I tell you what, you know, living here in Tampa, it's it's crazy. We look at what's going on with football. You know, we got Mr. Brady here, and then we've got, oh my gosh, the Stanley Cup cooking up, and of course the Rays. But I'm not going to beat our chest about what's happening here in particular, because we want to take a look at the big picture. And it was a crazy weekend on Sunday. All 30 MLB teams were playing. I mean, I don't know where you where you were, but at 3 o'clock, I had the TV on, and I was recording and flipping channels and everything else. Yeah, MLB made it a little bit difficult putting all the games on in the middle of a NFL Sunday. Very difficult, especially during a Bucks game. Shout out to Tom or Tam. Shout out to Tom Brady. Yeah, that, that was Excuse that me. was something. I mean, <laughs> at least we had a day off from uh, the from NHL for a day in the middle of the Stanley Cup. So that comes back on tonight. But today is the day after Sunday. It's Monday, and we've got a breather between now and when the postseason actually begins tomorrow. And man, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane to think of what a postseason would be like when you're thinking of having only a 60 game season like we did this year. Yeah, I mean, we're seeing so much different stuff this year, and the playoffs is, is no exception to it. And you have at least all these teams that, if it wasn't for expanded playoffs, wouldn't have made it. And big teams, too, like the Yankees and Astros. And, yeah, <laughs> I almost wish we had a regular season just for that reason. But, <laughs> I mean, it, it, like I said, it is crazy. I mean, if you look at the games and the brackets for this season and you had to lay brackets down for last season – it would not be a template. You know, I mean, it's completely different. Last year, we had 10 teams. This year, we have 16. And like you said, there's more possibilities for more teams than we would have had before. 16, there's only 30 teams. So more than 50% of teams will be in the playoffs. That is huge. When you think about it, it wasn't until opening day this year before we even had a, an idea 
of what the postseason would look like. I was kind of curious that we were going to have an opening day and we didn't realize, you know, what that postseason bracket was going to look like. I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about the actual structure. So that was just kind of insane. Yeah, I remember sitting around doing the show and talking off air. We were so confused. We were like, well, when are they going to announce the postseason? And it wasn't until like a few days into the season, I believe, when they finally announced it. They actually, I think they actually did it on opening day, which I thought was just kind of whack, but maybe, maybe you're right. May have been a couple afterwards because it just, <laughs> they may have agreed on an opening day and didn't give it to us a couple days later. So that's crazy. <laughs> There's so much happened, we just forget. Yeah. This, so let, let's kind of take a look at uh, what existed in 2019 for a comparison to what the, that looks like. I mean, in the past, there was 10 games. And I mean, excuse me, there was 10 teams that made it to the playoffs. You had five teams, what, from each division. And of those, you have three divisions. So the winners for each one of those, the East, West, and Central, they were there. And then there was two wildcard teams. So five teams for each league. And the interesting thing was about the wildcards is you only had one game to possibly get into the mix. If you were playing another wild card team, you only got that one game. It wasn't the best of three or anything of that nature. So that was your shot. And the two wild card teams, you know, they said they'd play one another in a one and only postseason game. Then say, okay, for instance, say, look at what, remember in 2019 with the Nationals and the Brewers? Just think, Davey Martinez, how difficult a schedule he'd had as far as performance of the Nationals. But he did. He and his team were able to get there in 2019 and face with the, off the Brewers and make their way all the way to the championship. And the Nationals, I remember, very lucky to be there because if Christian Yelich didn't get hurt, he would have been in right field. And who knows, maybe the Nationals don't get past the Brewers. Because remember, their right fielder that went in for Yelich ended up misplaying a ball that led to a the Nationals moving on. Exactly. I mean, so that, and that was just one game. If things had changed, if they had other opportunities, the Brewers may have been there. Brewers may have been, you know, the winners of the World Series last year. Who knows? But that didn't happen. And kind of a sad thing we talk about later, Brewers aren't even going to be there this year, are they? I don't think they're going to look at the mix. We'll take a a peek later. Maybe I'm I'm wrong there. They're the eighth seed. Oh, okay. So, yeah, the eighth seed. So they did sneak in. That's good, Brandon. Thanks, man. I, I knew that sounded different. But it is kind of interesting to see because Christian Yelich, he's not had his best year this year. And like you said, he was out for that particular one in 2019. So I'm not going to get down into too much of it, simply to say that you had the three division winners and the winner of the wild card game then worked the way up to the World Series. This year, that ain't the case. No. This year, what we're facing is for those 16 teams, there are, there are wild card games, okay? So what are we looking at? We're looking at not just uh, the division winners. We're looking at for like the AL East, you're looking at the first and the second position. The same for the West and same for the Central. So there's your six teams to start with. Then you've got two wildcard positions. So that's a total of eight for one league and then the other league also having eight. So there's your 16 teams. Now, 2019, the two wildcard teams played one another for the right to play the division winners. Not the same this year because everybody is in a wildcard game. All 16 teams. So, Brandon, who's all playing tomorrow? Do we, uh, 
are all 16 teams playing or eight? What? Who do we see tomorrow? Yeah, it, it's like March Madness. The first couple of days where just everybody plays, you have games on from starting at noon all the way to midnight. It's either going to be on ESPN, Family of Networks. There's only going to be one game on TBS, and that'll be at four with the Rays and Blue Jays. But the wild card round kicks off at noon with the Reds and Braves on ESPN and Astros Twins on ESPN2, both at noon. Wow. Nice day full of baseball. Nice day full of baseball indeed. I mean, this this is, in some ways, it's one of the most exciting times of baseball with of any season. I mean, to have that many games that are so critical being played at once. So then what we have is what the best of three for all of those teams playing at first. Then they go into the next level. Then they're starting to go as far as breaking it down from that to um, what are we looking at here? So we'll have the four winners from each side. They'll play one another. Okay, so, yeah, we'll have a lot of excitement on Tuesday with all 16 teams playing. And then what happens? After that, then they're going to have to advance to one of the bubbles, right? There's like four bubbles after that. The winners of those first eight games in the American League, let's see, I think there's a, a San Diego will be one of the bubbles, and Los Angeles will be the other one. In the National League, the next round of folks would move up to either in Arlington or Houston. And then whoever wins those games, they will go to an Arlington bubble on the national side and a San Diego bubble on the American League side. And then the final World Series is going to be played in Arlington. I'm really excited to see how these bubbles will work because, I mean, we've seen it doing it in the other leagues. How is it going to be in the baseball? And who knows? They're saying that families could be there. So I'm wondering how much that could affect the atmosphere as well instead of just having an empty stadium. Well, and, and you and I have talked about even the location in San Diego and Los Angeles with all that's going on out with the wildfires. And I'm not sure if all that is tampered down enough to where they're, they feel that it's still it's healthy enough in the atmosphere for those players to play or not. But uh, bubble or no, that could kind of disrupt it, I would think. Yeah, I haven't been following the wildfires much. I haven't seen them discussing any alternative plans. I have, from what I've seen, it looks like it's gotten somewhat better. You know, air quality wise, it's not smoky like it was a few weeks ago. I want to take a look at just the first part of this series. What's going to happen? And in the National League, I, I don't, I'm not going to scroll down and go through all eight games between these 16 teams. But if we take a look at the first and eighth seed, let's say like with the National League, the Dodgers facing the, the Brewers. You know, as of yesterday, the Brewers were still seeking confirmation that they were going to be in the postseason. I mean, they lost to the Cardinals, 5-2. But there were two other contenders for that same spot. And the Phillies lost to the Rays and the Giants lost to the Padres, which still gave the Brewers enough to be able to step over and actually be in this National League as far as one of the eight teams advancing who can advance to the World Series. Yeah, the Brewers are pretty lucky to be in there and. For all the Giants fans out there, I feel sorry for them. That was a horrible way to end your season with a strike three call like that, which was horrible. Yeah, that was really to be and, contested, wasn't it? I mean, you can't do balls and strikes, but if you were going to. Yeah, that's just a horrible way to, to have your year end. It's pretty ugly. The thing about the National League and the Brewers or anybody else, it's like 
okay, you're going up against the Dodgers. The Dodgers, who have a 43-17 to 17 season, and it's giving them like a, what, a 71% winning average. You know, they got the probably the greatest roster out there of pitching and offensive players. And, you know, I, I love Mookie Betts. I've always loved Mookie Betts, even when, when we played against him. But when you've got that as your team, man, a lot of people see them as a foregone conclusion, at least, you know, all the way up to being in the World Series, if not winning the World Series. Yeah, the Dodgers, they're the heavy favorites, especially coming out of the NL to win the World Series. And I'm curious to see how they're going to get through it. And, you know, like you were saying, the Dodgers are a very strong team. Obviously, the heavy favorites to represent the NL and win the World Series with a 717 win percentage. It's, it's like a 110, 115 win season if it was a normal season. Wow. And I'm really, I'm kind of curious to see how they're going to get through the Brewers because, you know, they could easily just go out there and say, hey, we're better than them. It's not even close. And as we know locally, that's a very dangerous way to think, especially if you're a one seed going up against an eight seed. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I mean, while the Brewers have lost five of their last 10 games, you're not, you're not in this position. You're not in the uh, major leagues without having somebody or having a, a team that can compete at some level. Yeah. I mean, even though you're technically in a normal year, you wouldn't be here. You're here now. You might as well just go balls to the wall, as they say, and see what happens. Well, this will be it. I mean, Christian Yelich has not had his best year ever, I guess. So maybe he'll turn himself around a few other things, and we'll see what happens. So I, while not wishing ill to anyone, I would really be interested in seeing the Brewers take it to the Dodgers. Yeah, that'd be a heck of a storyline. And I don't know about you, but I'm really excited to see this Braves-Red series. I mean, that Braves offense going up against the Reds pitching staff, that's going to be a great series. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how often we'll see our uh, good buddy Trevor Barr out there. Oh, my boy. He's confident. And, you know, it's it's a good time to show how confident you are and back it up. This this will be it. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll have a a special type of shoes or cleats he'll wear out there during the game. Maybe he'll vlog about it. Oh, surely not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if we, if we take a look at the American League, though, as far as starting off with one and eight seed, we're looking at the Rays. They're going to be facing off against their, what, AL East rivals, the Blue Jays. Yeah, this is another one of those series that's dangerous, too, where even if even though you are the one seed going up against the eighth seed, we've seen the Blue Jays play multiple times this year against the Rays, and they've all been relatively close games. Well, they've kind of got a lot of young and great talent. I mean... You know, the manager came from the Rays, and then you look at some of the folks they've got there, Vlad Jr., you know, Lord Scurriel Jr., Vigio, Rowdy Telez, and, of course, Bo Bichette. So there's young and energetic teams, and they've, they've done so much. They've got an energy. They cannot be taken for granted. I mean, they could they could knock the Rays out. I hate to say it, but it's, it's possible. We've uh, I think we've won most every series with them. If we haven't, we've won most – but the thing is, it's been close. They've done a great job. Uh, first, I want to stop here for a second, too. And I'd like to give a big Brock's cheer to Fox Rays announcer Brian Anderson, who, who intimated that two of the teams may be trying to lose yesterday so they could face the Rays. That's to you. That's to you, Brian. So, you know, uh, anybody who says, well, yeah, the Rays, you know, they're uh, saying that somebody's trying to tank so they can play the Rays. You know, that just bothers me to no end. Are you trying to say that the Rays stink that much that another team would tank its last game of the 
regular season to play the Rays. Uh-uh. Anyway, the season's over for, for Brian Anderson and a lot of the local announcers. We'll talk about that later. Maybe there's a little bit of sour grapes on his part or maybe just on mine. <laughs> hey, I look at it as a team wants to lose to face us so we can eliminate them. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> I'm with you on that. So the reality of it is anybody can beat anybody. You know, we're looking at some great percentages. Like I said, we looked at the Dodgers with a 717 average. And then you're looking at the Brewers who have less than a 500 winning percentage. Both of them are in this amazing season, postseason. This is like the ultimate parody, it feels like. Because, I mean, on the NL side, it's a little bit more top heavy. I wouldn't be shocked if there weren't any upsets. But on the AL side, I feel like really it's almost anybody really could come out. It wouldn't shock me at all if there are upsets. Well, yeah. I mean, you've got Cleveland and New York. Cleveland. I mean, was it, that's Bieber, isn't it? He could come out there and make a big performance. I know Garrett Cole will be facing off as well. Then you've got the Twins who've done well, the Houston, also uh, the A's and the, and the White Sox. The White Sox have really been coming back. Yeah, they they were very high up there contending for the first seed. It feels like just a week ago, and then all of a sudden they hit this skid, and now they're the seventh seed. Yeah, that was interesting. I was going to wonder if they're actually going to make it. I said they were doing well, but they really haven't been in the last bit. And then you look back over into the National League, and like I said, we talked about the Dodgers and the Brewers, but the San Diego Padres, which for me are just absolutely amazing team. You know, Fernando Tatis Jr. and, of course, our old buddy Pham still out there. And then you've got the Cardinals. The Cubs against the Marlins. Oh, my gosh. I am so – I'm pulling for the Marlins about as hard as anybody, obviously, for the Rays. But I am pulling for the Marlins so hard. They've done so much. And, and looking at Don Mattingly – he should surely be the manager of the year in the National League, doing what he has, looking at that team. Yeah, I, I did say last week I thought it should have been Jace, Jace Tingler possibly winning it, but I did give Donnie Baseball an honorable mention if he did make the playoffs, and they did. And I don't mind changing my pick of manager of the year in the NL to Mattingly. Hopefully we're going to hear whatever those numbers are today. I mean, this is Monday. We're here at Baseball Biz, and we still haven't anything. It's a, it's about 2.30, and no news has come out as of yet. But when you look at the Marlins and what all they've had to face this year, I mean, look at the hard start they had with the COVID-19. How many games that they weren't able to play? I mean, how many? what happened after that? How many games they were going to have to come back to doubleheaders with? Is looking at some of the numbers they were talking about on baseball tonight. They had 21 rookies used. At 174 roster moves, he had nine different starting pitchers in the first nine games, and 27 pitchers in the first nine games. Hello, hey Don, did you really get to know any of these people? I bet your coaching pitcher, uh, your pitching coach, was was more than busy. And we joke around all the time about looking at our roster and thinking, "Who is this guy?" Imagine how they feel. They they probably had to bring guys in off the streets. I can't imagine that they couldn't have done it that way. I mean, like I said, it was it was pure insanity. And I remember when this all happened in the beginning, people were saying, uh, you know what, maybe we're just going to have to move on, forget about the Marlins. It's it's the Marlins. So nobody cares about them anyways. That's what people were thinking, and now here they are. They're in the playoffs. It's exciting times. Like I said, this is probably going to be one of the most interesting series there ever has been. No, no Steve Bartman, though, this time around. Well, there's a lot of bad behavior. We're not going to get into some of that. We'll do that on another episode. This is just supposed to be a, a short, brief episode, kind of introducing people to what the season's supposed to look like. 
you know, we, we talked about what it looked like in the past, and, and this year now with 16 teams instead of 10, the wild card series, meaning everybody's in the wild card series, not just two teams from each, it's definitely exciting time. I mean, the bubbles, and I wish we had information to talk about the awards at this point. Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe, maybe one day. They'll probably come out with it after we finish the show. Uh, that sounds most likely. But I do want to kind of remind folks, too, as far as television, that if you've been watching it like on your local Fox station, those folks, unfortunately, are now gone. And uh, all postseason games on television will be broadcast on like national channels. You're going to find it like on ABC, TBS, ESPN. Still going to be some, I think, like on Fox and FS1. And, of course, the MLB Network. You know, many of us have listened to games with local radio announcers while watching the game on TV. And you'll still be able to do that. I mean, here in Tampa, we have great announcers and commentators on WDAE with Dave Wills, Andy Freed, and, and Neil Solons. And then, you know, you listen to the national guys when on television, and it just isn't the same. They miss the nuances of, you know, of a player or of a team or strategy that the coach may be putting in place. They speak as if they, some of them, I swear, it feels like they've never even seen the team before. And it's nothing against them because there you go. We, you know, they got no 30 different teams, 30 different coaches and the rosters and they do well, but they don't bring the passion and the depth that a local guy can. I'd recommend if you've got a local radio station to listen to, go ahead and watch it on your television and turn the local radio station on because the local guys are going to know a lot more about that team than the Nationals. Yeah, even though I love when our team is on the national broadcast, we never really are because it just makes us feel like a big-time team, which we don't get all that often. I, I still enjoy and prefer our local teams. It just feels like they know so much more about the teams. Too true, too true. So have you got all your snacks bulked up? Are you ready for all these games to be played tomorrow? Oh, yes, I got everything. I've got chips, some sandwiches. I'm going to sit down, and I won't move an inch. Well, I'm definitely going to make a run to the store because I don't have all of that yet, <laughs> and I am, I'm excited just as you, man. Well, I, I tell you what, the thing is, I don't have tickets either, but they're saying, what, Robbie's saying that uh, he may have some for at least the World Series, right? I hope so. I thought I can have my comfy chair. I, yeah, it'd be nice. We'll, we'll see if that comes. And I really don't have anything else you want to contribute to this particular show? Uh, go Lightning. Go Lightning. That's right. Tonight, Tuesday. Come on, boys and girls. Here we are, September 28th, and there's no baseball. So the one place you should be is watching the Stanley Cup tonight and hopefully see the Lightning bring it on home. So oh, and before, go Boats. Yes, and I apologize for interrupting you, but... This is also the nine-year anniversary of Game 162, one of the craziest nights in MLB history. Oh, my gosh. We we needed to do a show just on that sometime because that was. That was absolutely insane. And uh, Evan Longoria, we love you and we miss you, guy. Yeah, it's all-around crazy night for baseball. All right, everybody. Again, thank you for joining us again here on Baseball Biz. I'm Mark Carbett, and you can find us at the Baseball Biz. That's our handle, at the Baseball Biz on Twitter. And, of course, Brandon, you can also find at the Sports Blitz One. That's numeric one at the Sports Blitz One. We want to thank you again very much. We'll catch up with you later. This has been a special edition of Baseball Biz, just for you. Special consideration to X Take R U X for providing our music 
Rocking Forward. <laughs> 